Hey there, welcome to day 24 of the Get Up and Go Challenge, February 2021. It's our sixth actual 30 plus day Get Up and Go Challenge since the beginning of COVID in 2020. I've been doing this challenge and it's changed and morphed. Every time I do it, it changes a little bit more uh, to help myself and other people to know what the heck to do. How do we get up and go? How do we deal with change and challenge? No matter how big or how small it is, to guarantee that we'll be better off after we experience that change or challenge than if we hadn't experienced it at all. That's what the SOAP framework, which we're working on today, and we have been for the past, I don't know, 10, 12 days, 4, 8, 12, 12 days for sure. And we've gone through, I'm just going to do a quick summary. We've gone through our physical SOAP. We've gone through and used the SOAP analysis on or the SOAP framework for our physical aspect of our life. We've done it for our relationships, and we've done it for a financial example. We just finished the financial one yesterday. So I feel like I should take a breather today, but we're not going to because I want to jump right into it. We still have four different areas and aspects of our life to cover. We've got emotional, mental, celebration, celebration, contribution, and spiritual. Boy, I need more coffee today. Yesterday, I went without coffee in the morning. It was terrible. I thought it was just terrible. I I gave up coffee for five years, so I know I possible, it's possible for me, but then I realized and was told that coffee's actually good for me, for my blood type and my health situation and my personal situation, and so I started drinking it again. And I didn't realize how much I missed it over the five years that I didn't consume any. So today, what are we going to do? We're going to jump right into the emotional soap. Emo soap, I call it, because we all want to clean up our act with respect to how emotions impact each and every one of us. As much as we like to think we are rational, wise, analytical human beings, we, like every other human being on the planet, make instant decisions, opinions, uh, come to conclusions and judgments based on our initial emotional response to people, to places, to things, to events, to everything, to things we hear, things we see, things that come into our senses. On a subconscious level, we automatically feel first and then we start to think about what we've experienced and how we feel about it. We think, once, we, but before we think it, we actually feel it first. So today we're gonna to talk about emotional soap. Tomorrow we'll talk about mental soap, our thoughts and things. The next day we'll talk about, I don't remember if we're going to do contribution or spiritual, but I'll decide just kind of randomly during, uh, when I, the night before, I'll decide, okay, are we going to do contribution or spiritual? But I know for sure today we're going to do emotional, tomorrow we'll do mental. Because our thoughts and our emotions, our thoughts and our feelings are so interconnected and so tied together. Sometimes it feels like they're all one thing. But our feelings are separate from our thoughts about our feelings. Our feelings are separate from our beliefs, but they feed one another. So it's kind of a chicken or an egg thing. What comes first, the feelings or the thoughts, the, the feelings or the beliefs, the emotion or the, um, the you know, thoughts. So today I, I like for some reason on this first day of going through the SOAP framework and doing it all in one day, covering four different tools, but it's, I realize every time it's way too much and I'm gonna do it again because I want you to know that there's a whole toolbox for each of these steps in the framework that you can refer to when it comes to figuring out what works best for you. Because this whole challenge is all about figuring out what works best for you. I use all these tools interchangeably all the time because they're already in my toolbox. But if they're new to you, pick the ones 
for the S, the O, the A, and the P that feel most comfortable and work best and fastest and easiest for you because they're the ones you'll use and apply. And then as that becomes automatic, you'll, you'll reach for more tools and more strategies and more things to help you use and put to work in your life the SOAP framework even faster and easier. That's what happened to me. I used to always kind of do the same process. And then I started looking at and actually examining on purpose last year different tools that I could use that I already had experienced somewhere in my life to help me make this better, easier, faster, and more effective as I apply it automatically in my life. And sometimes I want to take it out of automatic mode like we're doing in this challenge and I actually want to sit down and look at it. I want to go through and I want to, I have faced with a change or a challenge or a thing in an area or aspect of my life or maybe an area that's impacting a lot of areas of my life and I want to really consider it. I really want to dissect it, take it apart and figure out how I can, how I can best respond and react in that situation or in that development. And those, those come up all the time, right? They come up every day in many of our lives. They come up, you know, for everybody simultaneously sometimes as we've learned with the COVID pandemic. So today, emotional soap. What the heck is emotional soap? Let's think about our emotions. Think about uh, an emotion that you feel often. Let's pick one emotion today, and I'm going to pick one and run through the soap framework with it. But let's pick one emotion. And I like to pick one that I notice that I'm feeling a lot. Like if I notice that I'm feeling sad, like last month in January, I noticed I was just feeling really off and I, I wasn't doing some of the things I usually do and I, I wasn't motivated to do them. And I couldn't figure out why am I feeling this negative energy and this, this like something isn't right and off with me. And so um, I guess what I'm trying to think of the emotional word to describe it, but I just didn't feel like myself. So I wanted to explore that. So last month when I did emotions, I explored that and I didn't do a challenge, a live challenge, but I did it in my own life to say, okay, I need to figure out what's going on with this. Why am I not motivated to do the things that I usually do? Why am I um, wasting time on certain activities that I never usually participate in? Why am I eating foods that make me feel terrible? That's you're perpetuating this feeling of, of low energy and off. And so I use these tools all the time. I use this strategy all the time, especially when I notice something isn't right for me. And that's, that's how we know if we're feeling angry, upset, frustrated, fearful, scared, alone, sad, depressed. Uh, I think I already said frustrated, but frustrated is a big one for me. So that comes back time and time again. Why is that? And that's what the emotional soul framework will help you discover about yourself. You'll help, it'll help you to understand at a deeper level what the heck is going on with you and what to do about it. So not just what's going on and why it's going on, but what the heck to do about it to create what you want. So of course, the S in our SOAP framework is story or situation. So what's a tool that we could use for our story or situation to deal with uh, the current and the desired situation? I like to use something called the rampage of desire. And I want to say I learned this from... Lynn Grabhorn or else from uh, Esther Hicks and Hicks and the teachings of Abraham. I don't remember exactly where it came from or where I learned it, but it's called the rampage of desire. And you just sit down and you think about exactly what you want. So you know where you are because you've looked at and told yourself the story about that situation. 
and you ask questions about the situation as you're, as you're thinking about your current story, your current situation. Let's, so let's say, let's pick an emotion and we'll talk through an emotion. I'm gonna pick fear because as brave as we all think we are, every single one of us are afraid of something. And even things that we don't think we're afraid of. For example, I think uh, last month or in last challenge in December, I talked about fear with respect to COVID-19 and family celebrations and gatherings and, and getting together what we were gonna do for the Christmas holiday. Because that was a big deal in December. It was a big deal because Thanksgiving was canceled in a lot of areas by government officials and it looked like Christmas was gonna be as well yet. So it was kind of a fear of the unknown. How are we gonna deal with this holiday? Because guess what? We've been without our families for 10 months this or nine months and this feels awful. What are we gonna do? And so fear around the COVID pandemic or fear around, uh, let's, let's just do fear around COVID in general, because now we're in the stage of COVID where there's vaccines, but most people aren't able to get them yet. This healthcare providers in stage one and uh, certain categories of people are getting it. Then it'll be people in old folks homes, older people, older generation. Then th there's a whole breakdown of who will get the vaccine next. So maybe fear of the vaccine. So pick, pick, whatever emotion you want to look at, but I'm going to look at fear as I go through this example. And, and I'm, I'll use me, real examples of me feeling afraid of certain things. Because as brave as I think I am and as, as careful and as uh, conscientious I, as I think I am about COVID-19, I still had to go get a COVID test last month because I had been exposed to somebody who'd been, who'd been tested positive with COVID. And my little tight knit circle of people, it was really surprising and shocking. Now, I didn't have any symptoms, I wasn't sick. It turns out I did not have COVID, but I still had to go get the tests. So even I, who think I'm not afraid of anything, I still have fear around COVID just like everything else. So that's the story I'm telling myself around fear. I'm not afraid of COVID, I'm not afraid of COVID, I'm not afraid of getting it, because I really think I already had it December of 2019. But and I lived through it. So if I lived through it once, I'm sure I could live through it again. So am I really afraid of it? Or is it, you know, who does that fear belong to? Does that fear really belong to me? Is it true for me in my current situation? What's the probability of it? And so I'm telling myself this current story, right? And and there's still fear attached to that because I, I as much as I try to and logically chase it all away, I could still get it. I could still have a bad reaction and I could still die, right? I'm, I'm a high risk person. So I, that's why I have to be conscious and careful. So let's say fear is, is what I'm feeling. Now, what is my rampage of desire? What do I wanna feel about that? And I just think about and visualize and imagine every single thing I want that is, that I'm fearless. So I, I imagine the story that in the situation I want to be in, that means I'm fearless. So, because what's the opposite of fear? It, it's not necessarily, uh, I guess it's fearless. Fear, full of fear, fearless. Fearful, fearless. Fearful, fearless. Pretty easy opposite. So what are my options with respect to my fear uh, about COVID? Then that's the O, of course. S is story or situation. Our O for our, our emotion that we're feeling. And maybe you pick... Uh, the emotion that you want to do this soap framework with is love because you want to bring more love into your life. I love doing this with positive things, not always with negative things, but since negative emotions tend to come up the most and fear is rampant in our world right now over all different things. Many things, by the way, 
which have been artificially created to make us be and feel fearful, to make us be afraid of things that don't even exist. Because what is fear? Fear is false expectations that appear real. And so there's all these things outside of us trying to control us by making us more afraid of ourselves and of one another. And COVID is a huge example of that. So what are our options to deal with this? What are the possibilities? Well, there's infinite possibilities, right? We have something called, each and every one of us, an emotional guidance system. And what makes me afraid is gonna be different than what makes anybody else afraid. Like I'm afraid of heights a little bit still. I can get up anything, but I can't get down. I, I, well, I, can't, I always get down, but it bothers me to come down from high places. So heights. I don't like snakes. I mean, I don't spend any time around them, but they freak me out. Anything that can move that fast without legs, I don't like it. I don't want to be around it. Uh, <clears throat> so we all have things that we're afraid of, but depending on the situation, it will impact us more or less. But we all have fears. We all have things that we're afraid of. Every single person on the planet has fears. We're born with some fears, not very many, but we accumulate them through our life experiences like nobody's business. So what are the options? What can I possibly do about being afraid of COVID or getting COVID? Uh, I can get more educated. I can uh, study. I can go to the doctor and, and get more information. I can research. I think I've said study, research, get more information are all kind of the same thing. But there's a whole lot of little things that I can do. I can talk to a phone a friend. I can talk to somebody that I know has had it. And I have... I have lots of people I know that have had it and survived and been just fine. Uh, I'm actually trying to think if I know of anyone who has passed away personally, who has passed away from it. I don't think I know of any single person personally that has passed away from COVID. Uh, I know people that have died in this time frame from a lot of other things, but not from COVID. So what, what else is possible? I'm going to use my emotional guidance system because inside of me, I've got this system that we're born with. It's partly our intuition, but it's all about our feelings. Every feeling we feel can be put on a scale from high to low. High frequency energy, high good feeling light, love. Uh, those emotions are higher frequency and on the top of the scale, the bottom of the scale are things like doubt, fear, worry, frustration, hate, anger, distrust, dishonesty, evil, things like that. So they're at the bottom and good and love is at the top. So Fear is like at the bottom of the emotional guidance system because it makes us feel so bad. I don't know anybody that feels good when they're afraid or when they're fearful of something. <laughs> I don't know about you, but fear does not feel good to me in any way, shape, or form. Love, on the other hand, feels awesome to me. Being fearless and courageous and curious about something feels really good to me. It's motivating, it's energizing. So what are all my options? I can use my emotional guidance system to tap into how I'm feeling as I think about each of these different options. Because you'll get a you'll get a, a sense of how it makes you feel. So like, for example, when I'm afraid or of something, what do I like to do? I like to get out in nature and go for a walk in the park. Why? Because I know that always makes me feel better and it allows me the time and energy to breathe and really think about and focus in on, well, how am I feeling about this? What's really going on? Whether it's a situation like COVID or whether it's uh, you know getting ready for the holiday fears or whatever it might be that I'm afraid of. Maybe I'm afraid of having to go somewhere or do something or meet a new person, whatever it is. And then after I've looked at some of the options, and I always want more than three, right? Or I always want at least three different options. If I'm in any situation, if I'm at a subconscious level, my brain will automatically serve up different possibilities, different options. I always ask myself, what else is possible? Because 
whenever I'm faced with a fear or a challenge, you know, I want to run away, right? I want to avoid that fear at all costs. That's human nature. It's our survival instinct is to, to stay away from things that we're afraid of. So when I'm analyzing the alternatives and the possibilities of my emotional feelings of fear about whatever topic, I want something fast and easy, as fast and easy as I possibly can to go through those uh, options, to think about and analyze those options. So what is gonna, what is an action that's fast and easy for me to take that's gonna help me change that emotion of fear? And, and what do I wanna change that emotion of fear? I wanna change it from feeling fearful or trepidation about a situation to feeling very comfortable and maybe not fearless, but comfortable enough to know with 100% certainty that whatever comes my way, I'm gonna deal with it and I'm gonna figure it out. And uh, that is just a matter of flipping that, that feeling around. And then with our A, A stands for action. What action are we gonna take? So we've got our story, we've got our situation about we're afraid of COVID. What are the possibilities to, to deal with that fear of COVID? Because we wanna go from fear of COVID to fearless with respect to COVID. And what are the things and the options, the possibilities, and then what actions am I gonna take to ensure that I can get to that rampage of desired state that I figured out the how I want to be fearless, how I want to show up in the world. Uh, so we're going to pick an alternative based on something that will work for us fast and easy. And here's a little trick, a secret. One of the one of the fastest ways besides flip switching, and I think we've talked about flip switching in an earlier uh, area or aspect of our life. But all you do is you take the feeling that you're feeling and you think of the opposite and you focus on the opposite and you ask yourself, what's it gonna take for me to get there? What's the action that I need to go from here to there? So fearful to fearless, what actions can I take? What is the fastest thing I can do right now to move me toward fearless when I'm fearing fearful? Some things for me personally are, I use a little tool called cancel, stop, reset, erase, whatever, because usually when I'm feeling a certain emotion, it isn't necessarily because of what's going on around me so much as what I'm thinking about and what I'm believing about what's going on around me. And that's why the, the mental exercise tomorrow will be so powerful to help us go through the SOAP framework with our thinking and our beliefs about something like fear or the other emotions that we feel. And then what's the P? What The P is uh, progress. Am I making progress by, in, am I moving to my desired state. How do I know? How do I know if I'm making progress? Well, and how can I keep moving toward what I want of being fearless in times of change versus being fearful in times of change? Uh, and I'm, I'm asking myself and I'm, I'm continuing to communicate and ask questions that help me make progress about this emotion. A lot of times emotions, the thing about emotional soap and the, 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 the main thing about our emotions is that we need to let ourselves actually feel and experience them. It's when we're pushing back at them and shoving them down. Like, I hate to feel afraid. Let's be honest. I don't want to feel afraid. I don't want to feel scared. I don't want to feel that way. So whenever I initially feel that way, my initial response is to shove it down and to ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist. Well, that works in many situations, but it can be very dangerous in other situations because sometimes our fear is there to show us there's something around us to be afraid of. And we need to wake up and pay attention. Other times it's, you know, in, in this day and age, our, our physical peril is rarely uh, the number one concern for, for 
the vast majority of us, yes, there are people that are in physical situations that are perilous, but for the most part, most of us are pretty safe and secure almost the entire span of our lives. But we want to continue to make progress through this. How do we make progress? How do we continue to make progress on going from fearful to fearless? I like to use affirmations. And I like to use a thing called affirmations, which I've already been talking too long, so we're not going to go into. But affirmations are just I am statements about how you want to be, how you want to show up in the world. So if I'm using this framework for the emotional fear, how do I want to show up in the world? I am fearless. I am curious. I'm courageous. I am love and light. I am energy. I am whatever makes you feel fearless and strong and in charge and in control. I am statements are a great way to continually make progress. And they're an easy thing that you can do anywhere, anytime, anyplace in your head. And nobody even needs to know that you're doing it. And you're making progress in the area of your emotional well-being that people don't even know about. But they will notice the behavior changes and the confidence level and things that appear in you after doing an emotional soap. So our challenge today, our action item today is to take one emotion, think of an emotion you're feeling right now or that you feel often that you want to use the framework to and then apply the soap framework. What story are you telling yourself about that emotion? You know, how often are you feeling it? Why are you feeling it? You know, why do you think you're feeling it? And, and what is it right now? And then what do you want it to be? Maybe you're feeling love, but you want to feel even more love. You're at this state of, of love in your life, but you really want to feel more. Maybe you're feeling frustrated. I, I, in my corporate and business ownership days, spent so much time and wasted energy, I might add, feeling frustrated about stuff. And it was just because I would let anything that wasn't exactly how I thought it should be in my mind and in my imagination frustrate me because it wasn't the way I expected it to be. Well, that was kind of ridiculous. And by changing my definition of frustration, everything changed for me. And now it actually takes a lot more to get me frustrated than it used to, you know, even a few years ago, but decades ago, especially a decade ago, everything under the sun. I was like in a constant state of high alert, danger, frustration, everything's wrong, ain't it awful. And it was, it didn't always show up on the outside because I tried to always put on a a happy face and a good veneer and a good uh, disposition with the people I was around and working with. But on the inside, I was exploding. I was having all these little emotional, you know, dramatic reactions in my body. And that, that took a toll on me. So today, all we're going to do is run through an emotional soap for one emotion, and then just share in the comments below the one emotion you did. So whether it's doubt, worry, fear, uh, love, energy, excitement, uh, you can do whatever you want. Maybe you want to do um, passion or something. I don't know. Whatever feeling you want to do or whatever emotion or feeling you want to go through the soap framework with, run through the soap framework, add the framework, and see what you can learn and see how you feel about that emotion before and after. I like to take a negative one because I always feel a dramatic difference before and after running it through the soap framework. Uh, on positive ones, I can usually ramp up my curiosity or my excitement or my interest in something, but it seems to be really, really effective on negative emotions. So that's it. I'm sure I've gone long today because I talked about way too many things. Rampage of desire. Who does this belong to? Is it true? Probability. All for our S. Oh, we talked about the emotional guidance system and uh, all, how we can know exactly what we're feeling and that we always want to be reaching for higher energy, better feeling things for us. So for example, fear makes me feel a certain way, but anger 
being angry about something, being afraid of something and being angry about something, being angry about something actually feels lighter to me than fear. I, I don't, I don't get angry very often anymore, but I used to a lot when I was younger. But anger is a is a higher frequency to me than fear. So as I'm going up the emotional guidance system, I want to get from fear. And then if I feel angry about some aspect of what's going on that's causing me to feel fear or impacting my fear, that feels better than the actual feeling of fear itself, if that makes sense. Then with our action, we are going to pick something that is fast and easy to impact and start doing something immediately to get us from where we are to where we want to be with this emotion. And then we're going to find out with our P, are we making progress? And we're going to use affirmations to guarantee that we continue to make progress. All right. Have an awesome day. Any questions, hit me up. I might've flown through this a little bit too fast. And I think in four days, we're going to go through mental tomorrow. Then we'll do spiritual and contribution. And then after that, we're going to take a breather and a pause day to talk about and answer questions that have been coming up about how do I apply the soul framework to this area or aspect of my life? Or what if there is something that is impacting like five out of the seven aspects of my life? How do I deal with that? Where do I start? We'll talk about and answer those questions. Have an awesome day. I'll of course be with you tomorrow. Bye. Go, go look into one of your emotions. Soap it up, lather it up, clean it up, and see how it makes you feel.